0: Spoiler alert. The silver screen redemption includes few to no spoilers. Due to Houston and Brian's lack of cinematic knowledge, most of their movie information is either false or imagined. However, if they still leave you feeling paranoid about potential spoilers, please check the episode description for details.
1: Uga, ooga, ooga chaka hey remember this remember ooga chaka uga, uga. i remember this remember yeah
0: do you want me to do some oogas and some chakas yeah, as, as well keep the ooga, ooga. Chaka,
1: ooga, ooga. i ooga, can't stop chaka. this feeling I, I just
0: realized i just realized we probably can't too many do too many oogas and too many chakas right. when i get sued so i'm gonna mix it up okay Uga chaka, uga 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 chaka, uga 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 chaka, uga uga Well, you ooga, did it. Chaka. You ruined the song for me. Ooga. Okay, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> Welcome to the show. This is the Silver Screen Redemption, where we take movies and make them better by giving them sequels, because that makes every movie better. Well, thanks, Brian. How are you doing? Doing pretty well. Um, I didn't know that song existed until Guardians of the Galaxy. So really. Yeah, I had no idea. Oh, like, the first time song. I ever heard it was on the trailer, so... Great trailer. Kate, we talked about this. Kate, before we start, we're going to talk about trailers. Because, Kate, we're doing Guardians of the Galaxy I have this a week. few grievances,
0: by the way, but... About trailers?
1: About trailers. Okay. Nowadays. um, So, this is our first episode we're doing where we actually watched the movie together. We were at the theater together. um, And we went to see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. And all the trailers, we noticed, were... They all had some kind of different music than you would expect in that trailer, right? We had uh, the Hitman's Bodyguard with the well, that one made
0: sense. That one absolutely made sense. It's a spoof parody movie, essentially of the original Bodyguard, which had the Whitney Houston and "I Will Always Love You"
1: song. Yes, but but without knowing that, it's very much like why is it Whitney Houston on top of this Ryan Reynolds, you know, crazy action movie? Exactly. So. Uh, what were the other ones? There was, like, well, The Kingsman. Yeah, The Kingsman. Um, I can't remember the song with
0: that. But that one makes sense because it's a James Wan parody spoof. Oh,
1: is it? I had no idea. Oh, it's a good it's movie. It's a comic, right?
0: It's a graphic novel yeah, okay. that they adapted. Um, So it makes sense as well. Yeah. But, again, just, like, not knowing anything about the movie, coming in and listening to that, it just fills up place. There's The Mummy with... The Mummy. Paint it black.
1: Paint it black, Yeah. Like they were, they all made sense. They all worked really well. I thought oh, they were oh, they were really cool. But Thor uh, Ragnarok, Thor Ragnarok with uh, Led Zeppelin Le- with that one. yep.
0: Again, that makes sense because it's about Norse gods and Valhalla.
1: I guess so. The song, but I just but it is totally... like a song from Earth, right? Yeah. Anyway, they all made. They're all. Thought, I thought they were great, but I'm just saying. It, they all did it. There were f- at least four. I feel like Guardians had a lot of impact
0: on I that, think so. Though. I think so. Because that first, especially the first movie, yeah, the influence of that album just really changed how a lot of movies are viewed now. Absolutely. Um, Which, I'm going to be honest, I wasn't as impressed with the Volume 2 album.
1: Really? Yeah. I got into it.
0: Like, it's very calm, and it had some songs that were very fitting for the tone of yeah. the movie. Yeah. But overall, just, like, there weren't any songs I came away with just, like, oh, yes, this is another oh, Guardians classic. No,
1: really oh, there was one. Was it The Chain? The Chain's just a very good song. But there's one I, like, didn't know before um, that I, like, discovered, and I, like, loved it. Southern Nights. Oh, Southern Nights was so good. Which I don't think I would have liked with that if I didn't have the Guardians of the Galaxy context for it. That's fair. It did improve it. I guess we should say now, spoilers, like always, um... If you haven't seen gardens of the galaxy, you should hopefully have heard a official voice before this episode started telling you the recording probably told you, but just another reminder, there's going to be spoilers. If
0: You haven't seen it. Thanks for the download. Go and watch it first. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We don't want to be the ones to ruin it for you. Yeah. Seriously. Okay. But here going back to trailers, here's a grievance I have. Okay. Okay. First of all, they now have trailer trailers. Uh, yeah. Like seriously. those little snippets to show you that a trailer is coming. And yeah. on YouTube, like when you're trying to load up your video, it'll show a trailer in the same advertisement for the trailer it's about to show. <laughs> yep. And then we get like five or six different trailers for every big blockbuster movie now. That by the point that by the time I get to the movie, I feel like a lot of the highlights that I should be excited for and feel pumped in the moment to see. They're, they're just, like, I still enjoy them, but they're not the same just because there's right. some of the buildup's been lost because I know what's coming.
1: Yeah. My dad hates any trailer. He hates trailers. He hates being on time for movies. When we go to the movie theater, yeah. he'll cut it as close as possible and then be parking the car while the movie starts. My mom says it's because he likes guessing what happened at the start. Like, I don't I don't know. Anyway. See,
0: I feel like some trailers are good. Like yeah. Thor Ragnarok, going back to that. I feel Marvel doesn't need to show another trailer for that movie. No. It did. Its purpose got everyone excited. We don't need to know any more of the story. Yep. It, just leave on that high note. Let us go and enjoy it. Find something new with it.
1: I think the trailers for the trailers is, is part of this movement where, like, there's record-breaking views of trailers, right? Like, didn't Thor Ragnarok, didn't that trailer, like, break some kind of record Potentially. of, like... Anyway. Episode 7 did very well, Last Jedi, those trailers, they they get tons of views, so they do a trailer for them anyway. But I feel like it's
0: this idea of just like, oh, we're going to give you a hint to a little sneak peek of your <laughs> Christmas present that's coming. Yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. how impatient are we becoming? That is not the podcast for this rant.
1: Uh, let's get to Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I think we both liked it. Yeah. Fair amount. Better, better or worse than the first one?
0: I liked the first one better still. I think it had more of the charm we love about the Guardians. But I do appreciate what this movie did that not a lot of sequels, especially big blockbuster sequels, did. Which is make it still a very character-driven, heartfelt movie that was very self-contained. Like, there was hardly anything except for a few little references to Thanos that made it seem like it was part of the MCU. That's true.
1: It could have been its own movie. I mean... I mean, the first one you could even say had a few references to things that you didn't know what it was talking about. Yeah. Right? That's cool. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that. I I really enjoyed it. I think maybe it's just because I've seen it more recently, but I think I liked it more than the first one. Okay. Again, I liked them both a lot. Now we're
0: actually going to start pitching an idea for them Space Avengers. The hard business
1: of making sequels. That's what we do here. Okay. So
0: there's a... Very low-hanging fruit of where we could go with this movie. Volume 3. Volume 3. Because they're yeah. doing it. We already know that. Yeah. They want to do more than that. Absolutely. But Volume 3 is for sure confirmed. Low-hanging fruit being Sylvester Stallone's team that showed up at the end with- Absolutely. Miley Cyrus, Robot Head, and <laughs> Mean Reigns looking all decked out in gold body armor. How do you think they are going to incorporate that team with the original Guardians of the Galaxy?
1: Okay. So I actually- To make it- how would you do it to make it interesting? Yeah, I don't know. I not I honestly didn't know who they were until you pointed out that they were the original Guardians of the Galaxy right like in the comics. Most of them. It was so, basically this team. So I guess what it would be, they end up they end up in in on good terms with Yondu, obviously. So I assume they're they're f- pretty much aligned with with the Guardians we know and love, Chris Pratt and, and the rest. So I I could see them teaming up maybe or maybe this team will be coming to them for help. I don't know. Here's, see if what are their? Do they have like? Do you have like know their powers and stuff? Like what do they do? Particularly, okay, I feel cool. like
0: they're just generic space superhero look. abilities. While you're looking that up, what I'm worried about is if all of them team up for most of the movie. Yeah, like,
1: it's just too many people.
0: That would just be like 11 or 12 people, and I don't want to follow one storyline with all of them. So I think it would be more cool to see them come together and like try to work on something and then realize that they have to go point A or point B to get here. And it becomes a decision of where do your morals stand, what would you decide to do in this decision. One team goes with the other one direction, one goes the other yeah. direction. Or maybe you mix it a little bit, like Rocket and Groot go off with Sylvester oh, Stallone yeah. and then some of the other ones go with Chris Pratt and Gamora Zoe Saldana
1: and just... I mean I think we do know that they're not the bad guys yeah. right like potentially they could be but I think we kind of know like we know the bad guy is Adam yeah Adam Warlock. Adam
0: Warlock the interesting thing though about Adam Warlock is he teams up with the Guardians at some points
1: oh really from what
0: I've read Um the little that I've looked into the Guardians huh. Granted, I'm not that well-versed because I feel like most people didn't actually read the Guardians of the Galaxy yeah, comics until yeah. they came out.
1: Well, and they've obviously made some huge changes with yeah. Ego being, you know, Star-Lord's dad and stuff. Uh-huh. That's not in any Giving of the comics. Giving him a body avatar. Right. Um, I don't think he was a celestial either, was he? Wasn't he just a planet? He was a living planet yeah. of sorts.
0: It, you can tweet at us and correct us. Yeah. if we're just we don't know anything. so off the nerd diving board that we're Again, that's at landing Screen Redeem cement.
1: on Twitter. Yes,
0: thank you, Brad. Um, but yeah, I, I'm more interested with this idea of just like mixing it up and just. That's what I loved about Civil War, Captain yes. America's Civil War. Is you were definitely rooting for both sides, and you can understand why they divided. And I was rooting
1: against against both sides in that movie. <laughs> I, hated, I hated Tony and and what's his name, Captain America. If you had to side with one, who would you pick? I don't know. I went into it thinking Captain America. But then he does not – I don't know. See, I feel like logically – He loses his good guy, like pure good guy status. Yeah, that's
0: what I'm saying. Like logically it makes more sense to follow Tony because they're keeping to the law. They're doing what actually makes sense. But Captain America, he's got that pathos, but he's disguising this point that he's just going full overboard just to save his friend. Like he's not really thinking about humanity yeah, as much he as got he more and more frustrating.
1: Be. Yeah, so I, I was actually like, came out of the movie like I didn't like any of them. They were all kind of. Oh well, that's too bad
0: because I loved that bad movie. at
1: it. No, I loved the movie. I just didn't like the characters very. much. I was mad at them. I, it's not <laughs> like I stopped liking them. I just was mad. Just calm down, everyone. Yeah, stop punching each other. Tony, just go make a suit for Spider Man or something. Calm down. Um, where else can we go? Okay, that's that's the sequel route. What about what if we went a different direction? Volume zero. Volume zero. Rocket,
0: <laughs> I the only one I could really see with this is Rocket and Groot.
1: That would be interesting, yeah.
0: Um, just because their dynamic is so fun,
1: and we don't know really anything about their backstory. We exactly. know Rocket was created in by some scientist. We don't know about Groot. We do have a pretty good idea of Gamora and and Peter's backgrounds. So th- yeah, that might be less interesting. And
0: I I don't know if I want to see the whole Peter Yondu, uh.
1: Well, they've talked about it so singing. much. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Like, I feel like it's everything we'd expect. We've it's resolved not bring anything. That. New. We've
1: resolved that their relationship too. Obviously. Uh huh. You know, he's dead. Yeah. So,
0: Gamora, I don't need to see. Well, because we already know. Yeah, like we
1: know their whole background is this like repetitive, like torturous background that doesn't have much story. It's just they hated each other.
0: Drax, like that would be interesting, but it's not funny, Drax yet.
1: No. Like, he's yeah. still very serious, yeah, Drax. He, he Which, his personality in itself, is group.
0: very fun. Yeah. But he needs a foil of sorts.
1: Well, his background is probably with other people like him who aren't, like, challenging him and presenting opportunities he doesn't understand. That kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah, it's got to be Rocket and Groot. Uh, I don't know what we do, though. I guess how they met would be interesting. I'm really interested,
0: like, how Rocket came to be, kind of. Yeah. Like, whether it is as simple as... This experiment where they inserted um, this very sentient mind into this raccoon and just made him more physically competent. Or if they...
1: Or if they mixed in raccoon DNA with something, yeah. I don't think it'd be that interesting, now that we've talked about it. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I think we've explored (laughs) that
1: option. Um, Groot, probably even less interesting. His history is probably that he is a tree. So, anyway... Uh, where else do we go then? I mean, we, we definitely could go with our sequel idea, develop that further. what if we
0: did a rocket Groot spinoff?
1: Oh, that would be fun.
0: That would Here's be an idea.
1: Yeah. Nah,
0: I was going to say like, what if rocket and Groot ran into other Avengers somewhere and did a side story?
1: Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Cause, cause you said they're not really going to tie into the Avengers in the, in the movies.
0: Yeah, they're ju- they're mostly going to keep to themselves, except for Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity right. War, I
1: mean. Yeah, they've got to connect at some point, but uh, maybe this is how we tie them in. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. I wish I knew more about the comics <laughs> right now.
0: Well, okay, so Thor Ragnarok's coming out. It's yes. his buddy cop, not buddy cop, but buddy road trip sort of movie with him and Hulk. Okay. We need to do that and get Rocket and Groot to Earth. Okay. And have this fish out of water- Just running around a rocket in a tree and do it. I can. (laughs) Yeah. But who would be the third person? Because I feel like they need a foil for themselves.
1: They do. I mean, it could be Drax.
0: It could be Drax. I feel like it'd be more interesting to get one of the side characters in the Avengers. Like a
1: Falcon. Oh, for them to meet on Earth. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like a Falcon or a Bucky or Spider Man.
1: Okay, it's Spider Man. I like Spider Man <laughs> too much. We're doing Spider Man. He's climbing Groot. Yes. Spider
0: in the tree, swinging on his vines. Really good. Oh, and that leaves another option because Groot, in the original Guardians, as in the first Guardians movie, he's not full grown at that point. What if Groot matures to make a Groot? Oh, like a monster calls, maybe not that big, but that size yeah. monster. So, Rocket, Spider Man.
1: Why do they go to the Earth? Earth movie. That is it. Okay. That's that's what I'm asking. Maybe they're, they're getting something for Star-Lord, right? Because he's from Earth. They're getting something for him. Or maybe
0: Rockets. Uh, Rocket could be from Earth. We don't know. He could be from Earth.
1: I, it's the only place we know that there are raccoons.
0: I don't know if he remembers his origins. I don't think either. he does. Maybe he's summoned back. Or maybe because of his thievery or something, he gets... Vanished to Earth or something. I don't Interesting. know. Interesting.
1: You know what story is not fully explored in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two? How they got the Zune.
0: <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that was really great. That's really what I want to see. Yondu going to Earth, going into a Best Buy.
1: No, we found it with some junk. Remember?
0: Oh, they yeah. They picked it off right. some
1: junkers. I don't think they actually went to Earth.
0: Okay, so they go to Earth for some reason or other.
1: Yeah, not to get the Zune. And this is this is volume, is this volume three or is this uh, something else? I think this just needs to be its own. Yeah, I think so too. Okay, so they get to Earth. We still don't know why they came to Earth. <laughs> Maybe, well, it, I mean, it could be directly because they got word from the Avengers. Yeah. And uh, Star-Lord doesn't want to go. He's like, ah, that sounds dumb. Tony Stark calls him in. It's got to be Tony Stark, yeah. Oh, you know what it is? You know that thing that blows up the DQ in uh, in volume two? Uh-huh. What if that is what makes him, like, reach out and be like, he's, like, researching that? Okay. That'd be a cool tie-in. And he brings them in. Yeah. Well, I, I think he, I think he's trying to get Peter to come, but he doesn't want to, so the other guys go. Okay,
0: so what about this? What if we get wheelchair, war machine, and rocket? Nah, I don't know if war machine would fit in that dynamic vision. Because he would be the straight man. Yes. And he's also, like, his own, like, fish-out-of-water kind of experience.
1: Yeah. And he is an Infinity Stone, in a way. So that'd be a cool tie-in, too. Uh Uh-huh.
0: And then that's where Rocket and Vision could bond, because they're both something that was created into a sentient being that is not entirely human, but is finding their identity. That is the theme of this movie. Identity and discovering who you are.
1: That's really good. I already feel like I know myself better by coming up with this movie. <laughs> That's how good this movie is going to be. Um so what's what's their overall mission? Right? Jay. Like Tony brought them there cuz he was hoping to to get more information, do more research on this big blob thing that has blown up a DQ. He knows about the Guardians of the Galaxy somehow. We'll we'll build that in, right? He'll Well, this will probably
0: take place after Infinity War when they're introduced.
1: Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And then Rocket, okay. Groot come
0: Okay, they bring him down. Uh, Rocket, obviously, mechanical genius, technology expert, um, figures if he teams up with Rocket, uh, he'll be able to do something to kind of get rid of all this blue goo stuff or at least like to contain it. Oh, you're saying Tony
1: is going to team up with...
0: Well, this is why he's bringing Rocket. Got it. The other technological genius that he can find. Yeah. Um, Bringing Groot, who's like not... The the goo's not gonna harm him.
1: Okay, okay, All right. that works.
0: And then Vision tags along because he's an Avenger. He's smart. He can help out as needed.
1: Yeah, that's good. So now we've got these four. These four are really doing this. I thing. feel
0: like Tony needs to disappear though. So he does something. Spider-Man. He goes help Spider Man.
1: So then who's the big bad on this one?
0: Well, that's the thing. They've got to be because the Blob
1: is kind of resolved, right? Like the Blob is not really a thing. Or that that's ego, and he's dead.
0: Or it could be part of this idea that it's starting to formulate on its own. Oh, that'd be cool. Um, after Tony leaves, so like they're left in charge of like the cleanup crew. They feel left behind because obviously there's some big mission going on. And then be, during this cleanup, something tragic happens, okay. or like something reveals itself, and it turns out to be the more important issue going on. But we need to figure out what this planet goo can do.
1: Yeah. I don't know, is it the goo itself? Oh, I wish any I more about Marvel at this point.
0: Well, maybe not the goo itself, but someone's trying to do something with the goo. Got it. Um, maybe someone because it is a part of Kurt Russell or ego that maybe someone's trying to harness the power of it. Okay, cool. Um, for now we can throw in Loki. All but right. But let's keep thinking. What if it,
1: what if it's a what if it's a bad science boy? Bad science boy? Yeah, like no, not like a name, like just a bad science boy. Like he's bad at science? <laughs> no, like <laughs> no, like an evil, like an evil dude, like an anti-Tony okay. Stark type. I feel okay, like that'd be a more you. interesting bad guy in this case.
0: Yeah, I was just saying placeholder Loki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's... but I'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like whoever it is, probably would be a more technological. What if we did? Uh... You know? Okay, Incredible Hulk. Did you see that one? The MCU
0: one, not the Ang Lee Hulk.
1: Who who played him?
0: Edward Norton. Yes. I who did. they then replaced with Mark Ruffalo? Yes. And they always kind of, like, push that one aside, one, because Ed Norton was the face of it. And then they replaced him. And then they don't really reference that movie, except in Civil War, they brought back the general. Yeah. But, like, they left off this whole side story about this guy who was helping out Bruce Banner with overcoming his Hulkness.
1: In Brazil? Is that right?
0: Well, so Bruce Banner was in Brazil, but... and he comes to America to meet up with this That's guy. Right. And then he gets he gets attacked by the disease or whatever that he's working with, and it's like formulating in his head and whatnot. And the villain he's supposed to end up being is this guy called The Leader, who is a Hulk villain. And so they never came back to that. Interesting. And so I feel like it would be really interesting, interesting to bring him back man, yeah. somehow. It, if people pick up on the reference, cool.
1: Marvel's yeah, not,
0: bringing great. it back. If not, like it's a new villain idea, cool. And so essentially, he, if I remember correctly, he becomes like the super genius.
1: So maybe he's looking for this this uh, ego blob to help him do bad stuff. Yes, perfect. Are we gonna try and tie this in to to more Marvel stuff, or is this just gonna be like a generic like? I'm doing bad stuff type of thing.
0: I mean, I feel like we can have a little a few nods, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I wonder if this should take place after Infinity War, but before Avengers 4. Okay. Because Avengers 4 is supposed to be like the continued part of Infinity War. Uh Uh-huh. And so maybe that's what Iron Man gets called off to do. He's taking care of Thanos' minions or whatever's leaving them in a cliffhanger. And so this is just a side mission, and then you find out that this leader is one of Thanos' pawns, and that he's trying to use this blob to be able to control planets by the acquisition of this goo, and yeah. then using the Infinity Stones to oh, manipulate cool. it.
1: And it's it's obviously connected to all of the other ones and all the other planets that Ego planted, so...
0: yeah. But that being said, you can still make it personal. Like you just know this guy is Thanos's pawn, but he's still this big baddie. And I love this dynamic of like him and Vision are very like intellectually superior, and they're like having their own like Shakespearean battle of the wits kind <laughs> I of like thing. This. And then Rocket and Groot are just on the side, like this blue. What collar- the heck is yeah, this? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. No,
1: I like that. Um. Oh, yeah, that's really good. Uh, I think the end of this is Vision getting captured, right? I mean. Getting the final Infinity Stone, yeah. Yeah. I like. And this.
0: that's why Iron Man doesn't bring Vision along on the mission, because he doesn't want to risk any chances of Thanos yeah. getting a hold of that Infinity Stone.
1: Man, this is good. But this is how he gets it. Cool, we figured
0: it out. And so it's a rescue mission. And then, oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Bringing it back to All the right. I can see it. I can Kay. see it in your eyes. Here it is. They go and rescue Vision. And it becomes Vision learns how to create his own being, his own avatar body, Kay. without needing the Infinity Stone oh. tied to him. And so then it becomes this decision of do they get go for the Infinity Stone or do they go and save Vision and maybe some other people? Got it. And so it becomes what would you do in this situation? Groot- and rocket end up saving vision,
1: right, because they obviously identify with like, oh, cool, like he was a creation, and now he's a fully realized you know, yeah uh person self,
0: and maybe like you can debate like, okay, the infinity Stone's going to Thanos, that might be more dangerous, but in that moment, what would you have done? They connected emotionally because rocket's always about trying to find that emotional connection with people, right they realize their identities, you realize,
1: oh. I got vision. something else. I got something else too. Yeah. Cause this is the first time that vision is like a misfit. Uh huh. Right. He's always been part of the organization created by Tony Stark. Right. He's always been like right in the middle of things, very well connected. This is the first time that he's like nothing. Right. Like he's been, he's been kidnapped and now he identifies with them, which he didn't before. Right. He identifies with rocket and Groot as just being these like random misfits that, uh, they don't really belong anywhere. Exactly. Oh, this is cool.
0: But I feel like you have to have somewhat of a uh, like justification because like, I can already see the internet culture just being like, why didn't you go after the Infinity Stone? A lot oh, absolutely. Of people are going to be more dangerous. So they need to do something to sabotage that and maybe it doesn't like
1: I, – I think it's just got to be like a foregone conclusion. They're not going to get the Infinity Stone. Like shoot, too late, but it's not too late. To save like they'll it. do like an initial try. I like that. Yeah, and then it's yeah. like no, like but let's save Vision. Exactly. But then we lose the that emotional element of Rocket saying like it's more important to save this person, this being, than get the stone.
0: Yeah, this is a little bit of a cul de sac we've driven into. We're sticking okay, with the first one. The Stick what? with the first
1: one that they have the choice to choose between, to pick one or the but other. We do
0: need some way to satisfy both. We do ideas. Let's hammer this out. We need to get this. Tony so goes after to the
1: stone and makes himself look like a total jerk cuz he is. Yeah, he's maybe he's still with them at this point. Um they get to this mo- moment where they're like, "Okay, we need to choose between getting the- stopping Thanos from getting the stone or saving Vision cuz he's now this thing that can exist without the stone." Um Rocket and Groot are like, "Yeah, let's save Vision. Like we've become friends. We're very good friends now." And Tony's like, I can make another whatever. We need to stop that Infinity Stone from getting to Thanos. I like this. That's yeah. I like This then that's how he gets tied into the rest of the that Infinity War stuff.
0: Cause, yeah, because Tony's still bogged down with this. He has to this pressure to, for the Avengers to perform well. Yeah, yeah. And it's still part of the growing arc of trusting people over ideas.
1: Yeah, that Captain America implanted. Right. I think we got it. So, so they come to Earth. Meet up with Tony and, and Vision. They're investigating the Blob, but then oh no, the leader is here. He's also investigating the Blob. He goes, starts doing some evil, evil stuff, which we kind of didn't flesh out. Um, but then you find out he's actually working on getting the Infinity Stone for Thanos, his boss. Because I feel like all the bad people report to Thanos. They ended up. They end up in this moment where the Infinity Stone is taken, separated from Vision. They're flying out into space. Rocket and uh, Groot are like, yeah, we gotta save Vision. Tony says, I gotta get that stone. I gotta stop Thanos. Um, and we kind of see these characters in a in a rough situation. How does it end? I mean, I guess they save they. It's it's them fighting the leader. They take him and out, saving
0: Vision. Um, and ultimately, what it comes down to is the leader is requesting help from Thanos, and Thanos just kind of lets him be. And Vision, Rocket, yeah. and Groot end up taking him down and showing, hey, you abandoned someone, and there has to be something with the leader showing like he could have been a greater tool for Thanos yeah. had he been able to make it. But they beat him, showing always trust in your people, don't let them down, don't leave them behind.
1: What if we still lose Vision though? What if? What if the reason Vision's able to keep surviving after the Infinity Stone's taken away is his connection with tony stark but that's taken away because he chose the stone over him so as soon as tony's like off like doing his thing with the stone and rocket Groot, and vision come back to earth he just kind of starts fading away i think that'd be very emotional and a very good motivator for tony in that other movie i like that it's like well i still think he should be part of the final fight vision yeah well they'll regenerate him with the stone Oh, you're saying in the in this one? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I'm just saying, he, but as like a he'll conclusion make it through the whole piece. thing. Yes. yes, at the very end, I the like Denou Mall, they uh, they come after. They're hanging out, and then he's like, "Tony left me, like he created me, like we were friends, and he left
0: me." And it shows that there's that emotional
1: pull that's yeah, keeping him around. That's really good. I like
0: it. I like it.
1: And then uh, maybe Rocket and Groot just tell him, like, "Yeah, he died because you. He died because you." you turned your back on him and they're kind of messing with him. Cause it's not entirely that. Right. Yeah. But, uh, that's good stuff. And
0: that propels them to go back to the Avengers or not the Avengers, the guardians with like this new brighter mentality of like, we're going to do, they're already at that point. They do anything for them. They yeah. just kind of play it off as like, <laughs> we don't care about you guys. Right.
1: You Okay. Yeah, maybe this <laughs> hey, is... you're
0: okay. <laughs> I don't care about you. But now they're like going open arms. Still yeah. kind of that tough love, but like. Well,
1: and they already got their one taste of infin- Infinity Stone, but now they know there are more of them, which they didn't know before. Like, oh, shoot, there's more. They're going to learn more about there's this whole set of them in the gauntlet. Um, And there's some big stuff going on. Like you thought you had done some big stuff, but no, there's bigger stuff. I like this. And they're like, okay, I guess we need to like take this seriously. Like we kind of just goof around. And we do our jobs, but okay. So here's my question. Let's do
0: some casting, as in, let's cast the leader.
1: They had that's some that's really the only one we've got, right? Yeah. I'm thinking Bradley Cooper for Rocket. I'm thinking <laughs> Vin Diesel for Groot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hear me out, Robert Downey Jr. for for Iron Man. Okay, so classy. we've
0: got all that set. <laughs> Very good.
1: Yeah, the leader. Uh, it doesn't the... have to be the same guy who played the leader in the, in the Incredible Hulk, because. We know that movie can not maintain its casting in exactly. d- future movies. Um, I don't really remember
0: who that guy was. Hear me but... out.
1: Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> it's Mark Ruffalo with bags under his eyes and long hair. Just a, It's a different character, well, but it's Mark I, Ruffalo. Well, I think the leader
0: gets like a giant head. He basically turns into Jimmy Neutron. Nice. Got a if blast. I, can if you say I got a blast?
1: Correctly. What? Can he say got a blast? Got a blast. Got a blast. Pew! Like Jimmy Neutron. What? <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Who could
0: play big, evil, Shakespearean Jimmy Neutron?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Big, evil, Shakespearean Jimmy Neutron.
0: It's got to be someone from
1: One Direction, right? (laughs) Uh, I don't know why I just thought that. I'm thinking Uh, someone from One Direction. (laughs) What? Where did this happen? Harry Styles. Harry Styles. He's, He's out on his own looking for... Some new career opportunities. Why not playing? I'm still confused where you got this idea. I from my brain, I guess. Um hey Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus is in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, so it's a little more reasonable than that.
0: Okay. We'll put him as a Harry Styles. We'll put him on
1: the backboard. Harry
0: Styles. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, or we'll both present our ideas to Marvel and see which one they Yeah,
1: can. yeah. We'll 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 put together a short list. I
0: It's too bad. Because I would love to see Paul Bettany, Battle of the Wits, against Alan Rickman as the leader. Alan
1: Rickman. I don't think we're going to get him. <gasps>
0: I think you're right. Not, not for this one. That's why I'm saying it's too bad. Yeah, Among too many bad. reasons. Right. Among many, many reasons. Um, But that's kind of the direction I'm thinking with this.
1: What about Hugh Laurie doing his, his real British accent? Not his house American accent. Yeah. I'm kind of like digging that. it. Hugh Laurie as? The leader. The leader. Does he have a name too or just the leader? He's got to have a real name. That, that's like his comic book name.
0: Yeah. I don't know what the character's name is. Yeah. Like but, the actual person. Right. Before he becomes the leader.
1: It's probably Doctor something. Maybe it's a Doctor House tie-in. Just kidding. <laughs> that's a terrible idea.
0: <laughs> Doctor House is helping Bruce Banner. Absolutely. And hey, hey Dr. House would totally go, giant go for that. Dr.
1: House would totally go for that.
0: Oh, I no doubt about it.
1: You're turning giant and green. I guess I have to figure this one out. I like it. Okay, it's Hugh Laurie. It's not canonically Dr. House, but you know, we all know.
0: It, it's like it, have you ever seen The Rock with Sean Connery and Nicolas Cage? No. Okay, they always imply in it that Sean Connery is uh, James Bond. Oh, interesting. Though they don't say it outright, but the, like they kind of leave that as a possibility. He's a secret agent for the British Secret Service. He's captured by the U.S. government because he knows too much information. He escaped from Alcatraz. Just he's like this hardcore BA, interesting fighter, and they just leave all these little subtle clues that he could potentially be James Bond.
1: I like that. That's what we'll do with with Hugh yeah. Laurie then. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, Are we going to get our our Studio Demands now? We're going to introduce a segment here called Studio Demands. Studio Demands.
0: So the idea of this is, you know how with most movies that are big blockbusters, usually they bring on a director, he comes with his vision, he directs it, and then they take it to the studio and they say, actually, we want this or this or this. We need you to change this. That's the premise of this. We're taking this pitch to Warner Brothers or Disney or something, and then they're going to send us back to reshoot some of the scenes, including a specific studio request.
1: Are you ready, Brian? I'm ready. Okay, I'm going to spin the wheel. (gasps) Claymation. They want it to be all claymation. That's the weirdest thing. I like it. I I, I think it gives it the vibe of like, this is not the main storyline. This is like a little offshoot adventure, right? Who wouldn't love to see a claymation Groot? How big is Groot in this, by the way? I don't think we talked about I'm that. I'm just thinking how
0: difficult this would be for a claymation Iron Man.
1: Why would that be hard? It,
0: uh, I just feel like to get all the intricacies with that, someone's going to have no, it's still it's gonna be that's... no,
1: no, no. It's gonna be like cartoony claymation. We're not gonna try and make it realistic with the claymation.
0: Oh, so you're so you're thinking of like CGI a little bit, not like straight up like Wallace and
1: Gromit. No, They'll... it'll be just like that. It just like will be really cartoony, just like Wallace and Gromit. Yeah, but they have to make all the clay figures still. Yeah, it'll be. I it, uh, think Robot Chicken. Robot Chicken is is called claymation. It's not Play Doh, right? But it's okay. Uh, it's those little figurines that they can they can mold and pose that kind of thing. It'll be that stop motion. Okay, it's stop motion, so it doesn't have to be super well done. Actually, I think Iron Man's just going to be an action figure. Yeah, I like <laughs> that idea.
0: That'll be better. Yeah. So Clay, stop motion. Everyone else is stop motion. Stop motion things. is
1: still very difficult. Oh, it is absolutely. Yeah.
0: But we've got. Well, years I like to that make idea of action figure Iron Man.
1: Yeah. Just like <laughs> this is definitely like a comedy then. I I mean it is it's Guardians of the Galaxy so it yeah. already is but Even this is so
0: putting it over the top. I'm thinking here it's kind of like Obed's Christmas dream yes. from the first season of Office. Art, <laughs> <community>. I loved
1: <laughs> I loved it that crossover.
0: It was a great crossover <laughs> where
1: he's just he's aware in of Nile
0: and just going claymation in his brain with everything.
1: Oh um, my gosh, it's it's Peter Quill's it's Peter Quill's like dream. No, but it has to be real. It's got to be real. It's going to tie in with everything. It's through the eyes of vision. Oh my gosh. Vision is everything he... in Claymation. That, I love it. Except for Iron Man. Who's an action figure. Who is an action figure. Oh, I love so this. Good. I love okay. this. Thank you, Studio, for giving us a good one this time.
0: I, I don't think we need to even sell anything
1: more. That's it. Well, what's it called? Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3.5. I mean,. Yeah, I kind of like that Timon and Pumbaa, lanking one and, and a half. half. Yeah. Because well,
0: that's what Rocket and Groot are essentially doing. Here. I don't
1: know if it fits now, like with the claymation. I think I think the claymation may take it. We need to go like Guardians of the Galaxy, go to Earth. Like like really like <laughs> kiddish, kind of like a more fun. Uh, Rocket and Groot. Rocket and Groot's adventures. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, I feel like there needs to be a theme song for them oh at the beginning gosh. of this. It would be so
1: good. What what are we doing with music? Flying
0: through space. Oh, I had this idea, and I kind of got distracted. I like this idea of Rocket and Groot coming to Earth, and, like, in the newest movie, Rocket's getting into Peter Quill's music and loving it and everything. I want him to come and listen to the music today and just be like, what is this ridiculousness? But then they get so
1: into it. Well, he gets into it.
0: They've got to. And so you just see him, like, going ham on, like, T.
1: Swift. Oh or... my gosh, some Coldplay featuring the Chainsmokers. But
0: even like going crazy with, insert random rap artists of today.
1: Oh my gosh, but this is so cool. I think that would be hilarious. For our Claymation spin-off Marvel movie, the soundtrack and... is <laughs> produced by Lin-Manuel Miranda, a collection of rap and other <laughs> modern music. It's very good.
0: I just want to see Groot... And Rocket doing a dance to Fergalicious at the end.
1: Oh my god! That's all I'm requesting. That's so. That's... I
0: know it's a little dated <laughs> at this point, but I want to see it.
1: Oh, it's so good. Well, I mean, they're into that because even when the Zune came up, it was still playing Cheap Trick. So yeah, Cheap Trick is obviously older than the Zune. So um, very good. Oh man, I want to watch this movie now. I just want to see Claymation Groot and Claymation Rocket. Just haven't. Just when you thought Groot can somebody get fun. any cuter, he's so cute. Well, he's he going to be claymation. Well, he's not going to be baby Groot in this one. Right? Yeah, he'll be. He's got to be grown up by now. I think he's going to be monster Groot. Oh, is he monster Groot? Oh, he becomes monster Groot, but in he's this still one, a giant maybe. teddy bear. Yeah, absolutely. Deep under. He's still Groot, but that's how you make him cute, he even though Groot. he's
0: monstrous. Is yeah. he's claymation?
1: Oh my gosh, this is so good. I love and then it. when he gets back into the normal, you know, run of things in in uh, volume four or the infinity gauntlet part two or whatever. And then he's back to like his big old self, but very big. Yeah. Oh man, this is so cool. How big does he get? Like a planet size or? No, not like planet size, but that'd be cool. Like, have you ever seen a monster's
0: call? A monster calls. Okay. Well, there's like this giant creature. Or Godzilla. No, not. Well, okay. Take three fourths of Godzilla. All right. And then I'm thinking like,
1: Three-fourths of that is Groot. (laughs) So Take three-fourths of Godzilla. Okay. Now, three-fourths of that. So, nine-sixteenths of Godzilla's
0: size. I guess so. So, take Groot (laughs) in the first movie. Maybe triple that.
1: Okay. Or double it. Somewhere in between that. So, like, a little bit bigger than he is in the prison escape scene. Yeah. Because he does get bigger then. Yeah. Okay, cool. Nine-sixteenths the size of Godzilla. I like it. (laughs) And that's how we'll market it. Perfect in the trailers when
0: it's like Star Lord, Gamora, Baby Groot. We'll do it as Rocket,
1: Vision, nine sixteenth Godzilla sized Groot. <laughs> that's
0: really good claymation.
1: Well, because they're doing like Baby Groot, Adolescent Groot, Working Man Groot. I think I've heard Vin Diesel call him in, in one version. Um, oh, this is very good nine sixteenth size of Godzilla Groot. At some point, we're gonna
0: get Old Man Groot
1: old man group. He
0: literally has a branch that he's using as a cane.
1: Oh, that's good. It's also kind of creepy. It is a little creepy. So let's avoid that one. Yeah, let's not do that. Um we'll just
0: show that in like a picture of like at the end of when Guardians of the Galaxy are finally done and it shows like a picture of them in the future. You can just see that and people could be like, "Oh, that's cute" oh, without precious. actually having
1: to suffer through it. Yeah, yeah. Um I'm looking at these lists of studio requests. I'm surprised the studio didn't ask for a Stan Lee cameo. It's really weird because <laughs> I'd love to see some claimants in Stan Lee. That's literally two
0: above Stan Lee. Yeah. Okay. How would Stan Lee fit into this though? Well,
1: we, we actually know his role now.
0: Did yeah. You hear this? He's like... He's a watcher? Is that what it's called? Well, he's an informer of the informer, watcher. Informer. Okay.
1: He comes and like...
0: He's one of their little spies or whatever,
1: yeah, essentially. It's really cool. Well, so this is on Earth. Is he Stan Lee? Is character, is interesting that real life Stan Lee... I, f- I feel like we can
0: play with him a little more now. Yeah. That we actually know what his role is. He can somehow actually take a role in this in the transportation of Rocket and Groot. Okay, here's what we do. Infinity War, the Watchers inform the Avengers of like what's going on with Thanos. Because obviously okay. it's okay. very intergalactically right. dangerous. And so Stan Lee trying to help out the Avengers a little bit, is in charge of driving the, or flying Groot and baby Groot, or I don't Rocket. know why I said that, Rocket and Groot to Earth, and you see a scene where he's in his FedEx truck or UPS truck, whatever it is from Civil War, yes. and it turns into a spaceship. Oh, and it And he flies so off and goes and gets him and brings him back.
1: So it's like a little more than a cameo, right? Uh-huh. I, I still think it needs to kind of feel like a cameo, but it, he's it, a little more more involved. Just like he is in, in the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Exactly. Right? Where he's the that guy, that old dude that uh, Well that Rocket points out.
0: Yeah, he like he doesn't do that much in that movie still, but Right,
1: right. But it's like a little more than that. There's some actual interaction. Oh, I like this. Okay. And that's how he knows. Okay, we did it. I think uh, we're good. So just uh thanks for joining us on the, the Silver Screen Redemption.
0: Please follow us on Twitter. At Screen Redeem. We would love to get recommendations for movies that you want to hear sequels, prequels, rebuquels of. Um, also, send us in studio requests.
1: Yeah, we need to add to this list. We came up with like 10, uh, but uh, it's kind of forced since we made them up. Also, if
0: you have crossover ideas, That'd we might really do fun. a couple of episodes with crossover ideas. Um, yeah, we hope to have you with us again. Do we have a sign off? Uh,
1: no. Oh, l- let's... Uh, Remind them that uh, we could always use your your rating and subscribing on iTunes uh, so you don't miss an episode and so that people can find our show. Uh, share us wherever you can. Uh, we actually have a Facebook page, which is also the Silver Screen Redemption. And that sign-off phrase is obviously... Hollywood, uh, give us a go. call. It's me, Mario.
0: Oh, boy. <laughs>
1: Okay, that's our... (laughs) We'll keep working on it. Okay. Bye. Any
0: similarities to actual persons, living or dead is purely coincidental.